Hi guys, uh, we are live with Social Minute. Social Minute, of course, is a show where we talk about everything social media with myself, Tyler, and then today, our very special guest is Mark from, I don't want to murder your last name, Rousseau? Yeah, you got it right. You didn't murder it. Mark, Mark Rousseau Comics. Today. Um, so, do you want to just start the show off by telling us it's just a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm a guy who wrote a comic book about Saskatoon this year. Just finished it up in July, and it's gotten a fair amount of attention, so I'm happy about that. Uh, originally moved from California here to Saskatoon in 2012. Still here. And, um, yeah, the, the comic book's kind of a snarky, satirical look at the city, and most people seem to like it, so hey. Mm. Um, so what's the name of the comic book for the people that may not have heard of it, if you're the one person that hasn't heard of it? Oh, the book is called The Miserable Guide to Saskatoon. It's a, a book highlighting all of the things about Saskatoon that make us sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, it's funny because the first place that I heard about you was through um, that comic, and I saw it on social media and I thought it was really funny. So then I wanted to grab a copy, and I think I met you first at the 2nd Avenue Street Fair. Yeah, that's the first time that I had it available. Um, I finished it at the, the end of June, got them printed at the beginning of July, and that, wow. that show was like July 5th, I think? So that's, yeah, you were, you were there at ground zero. Mm -hmm. And so in uh, true Tyler style, I basically was like, I want your email, I want to work with you, we're going to do something. Yeah, that's about what you said. Um, so then we ended up doing something. So if you guys, um, obviously if you're on our Facebook right now watching this, you've likely uh, seen some of the comics that we've been putting up that Mark drew about uh, Tyler and myself. Um, so can we talk a little bit about kind of like the process, the creative process that you have when you do collaborations or even when you work on your own work? Because um, I just found it really interesting. Sure, um, I don't do a lot of collaboration work. Um, usually I turn a lot of those offers away, so I did one with you though, because I mean, for one, you gave me a lot of uh, open-ended ideas that were just like, I kind of want to cover these topics, fill in the yeah. blanks. So typically when I've got that kind of uh, freedom of the creativity of it, then I'm, I'm happy to go in on it. But if it's too specific, if someone basically wants me to fill their idea in, right. and they've got it all planned out, I'm usually not so interested. Right. So from my perspective, like I work in a lot of creative projects, um, you know, I work creatively with Tyler, other photographers, other writers all the time. So what was super unique to me, um, and I was actually really curious how the process was going to turn out um, in respect to the fact that, you know, I kind of gave you, like you said, like some open-ended ideas. You had some questions yeah, yeah. for you, me. You rolled the dice on that. Right. And then, you know, I was sort of like, well, hopefully it comes back and it looks good. Yeah, it looks all right. Yeah. I, well, I think it looks pretty awesome. Um, but it was just, it was really interesting to me. And I think this is something where um, a lot of times with social media or different creative projects, there is um, sometimes clients, I think, want to have more control than they need to have. Yeah. And so there does have to be something where you're finding... Uh, like an artist or a creative person that has um, some values and some sensibilities that you can kind of trust in and give them a little bit of the project but then kind of let them run with it. Yeah. So like do you want to maybe talk to me about like like what that's like for you in terms of like 
what's what's kind of like a good amount of input and where is it sort of like you're kind of out? Sure. Um, yeah, for any any sort of collaboration project or anything that people want me to do, it's usually if if I can take at least 50% of the creativity angle on it and um, just if I'm given a baseline, then it's something that I'll, I'll be more engaged in because it's something that I can consider my own work instead of just mining something that someone's written down and given me a sticky note of the exact drawing and dialogue Then I'm just kind of like replicating something in my style and it's just I have to be interested enough or I'll just I won't do it it's I don't know my brain says don't do that and then I don't so totally and I, I think like for me <clears throat> so I had um, just to be really explicit about the process because I think this is interesting for people that might want to engage with an artist or a creative type um, so we sat down and you would ask me for like like nine topics sure yeah because um, I, I mean just think back to like doing essays in school and stuff you you brainstorm you just make those lists of little bullet point ideas and then you kind of merge your bullet point idea lists into these weirdo super monsters and yeah that's how I came up with the comic panels totally. so I, I'll take ideas like <coughs> management and authenticity and stuff and then I'll take the more fun ideas that I have like a worm burrowing through someone's head or someone cutting off their own legs and then I'm like mm -hmm. okay these will be happy together and I found it really interesting too because you know we had um like for me because I'm always kind of in the role of like creative direction um there was a lot of things with me and Tyler that I think are uh really specific to our dynamic mm -hmm. and especially specifically like our t-squared dynamic so I mean, for anyone who knows Tyler, they know he's really into parkour. So I was like, you have to have a parkour joke, it's in. Um, and it's in there. Um, you know, another thing. Uh, you know, I'm a dog person. He's a cat person. I'm a coffee person. He's a tea person. Um, so if you look through the like all the comics, well, they're not all that way, so you can't look at all of them. But um, there's a lot of tea and coffee references and cat and dog references. Um, I just thought it was really funny. Like the one, I guess the one like really specific creative one that I had for you was I just was uh, explicit that somebody had to be on a toilet posting. Yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> realized I relegated that to the other Tyler before I had I know, met I was him. Like, I didn't take that And then I, I submitted it all and I was like, I hope he's cool with it. Yeah, he's, he's not here to defend himself, so yeah, he's cool with it. Yeah, he's cool with it. Yeah, he loves it. He's but, really um, into it. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. Um, I also think too, like, you know, for me on a creative level, you know, when I think of this idea of somebody posting on a toilet, mm -hmm. um, it's a conversation I have all the time with people that are behind, they're behind schedule, they don't have time, so they're finding the places they can to do the work. And typically that ends up being places like the toilet, last five minutes of a break, you know, when they're hopefully not driving, but maybe parked somewhere, yep. like places where they have might have a bit of the, privacy. The symbolic toilet. Yeah. So like I thought, you know, that was something that in the tiers we've run T squared is just always kind of a running joke about how people that aren't really prepared or planned or scheduling, they're kind of like doing it on the toilet. And so this is something that I think would be really awkward in photography, like to have a photo of one of us on the toilet, but I think yeah. that comic is really funny. Yeah, I wouldn't like that photo <laughs> at all. Well, I don't think I'd pose I would, I'd for click that away. either. Yeah. I'd go back. But I think that it's um, understanding the opportunities and the mediums, right? Because I think with comics you can do things that are like different than you could with like photographic yeah, absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So how do you, how do you find that? Because I know with... Um, 
like even the miserable guide to saskatoon there's a lot of things in there that if it were like photography or even just writing do you know what i mean without being in a comic setting like how do you find comics gives you license to maybe make fun of things in a way that you couldn't in other places um i mean at least for me i think i'm better at writing how i feel than saying what i feel so there's that. Um, I think also my art style, since it's a bit simplistic, it kind of lets your mind fill in the gaps just enough. So between those two things, I think there's enough room for someone else to interpret something through a comic panel in their own kind of special way versus just seeing it written or just seeing it drawn or maybe like something on a video that's a bit more or less concrete. Absolutely. I guess that's a vague answer. <clears throat> no, that makes sense though. Like. I think, you know, you know, even when I look at certain things like, you know, uh, when we choose to use certain types of coloring or certain types of black and white photography or certain types of, you know, even in a video, you know, whether someone's looking directly at the camera or looking off the camera, like those are all for me like tools on like how I want the viewer to see things or how I want people to process stuff. Yeah. So I felt like the, the cartoon thing was really interesting. So you've never, have you ever done... Uh, content for someone's social media then? No. So just the first just time. yours, yeah. I, like I said, I don't really do a lot of collaborative projects. I don't really get hired on for too many commission projects. I just sort of do my own thing. And I mean, really doing comics for a living is fairly new to me. This book is kind of my first point where I'm really trying to take it seriously. And I mean, this year's the first year where I've just decided to do nothing else but this and see how far I can go in a year. And, you know, so far so good. I think we'll go to year two next year. Do you think there'll be like a sequel to the book? Not necessarily a sequel. I'm, I mean, if I get some specifically good ideas of something new that happens in the city, I might do like right. some one-off panels that are just online. But I think the book's done in the way that it is. I'm, I'm pretty creatively tapped on it after working on it for a year. Right. Um, there's going to definitely be new projects to follow it up, but they won't be like other specific cities. They won't be more Saskatoon books. They're going to be pretty different. So. Right. Got to just I keep moving forward. And I think too, like, you know, um, I was having a conversation with someone about um, your book specifically, um, and we were talking about how, you know, if it, you know, there's definitely benefits to it being a Saskatoon focused book because people in Saskatoon love that stuff. But in terms of, I guess, marketability and like stuff, once you go outside of Saskatoon, why does someone in Toronto care about a Saskatoon book necessarily? You're exactly right. There's, there's some big benefits and there's some big drawbacks. Like it, it does very well here. Like it's eye catching because you see the name of the city that you're in in big letters. But uh, I mean, like I had ideas of going for a comic convention in Regina and another one in Edmonton to try and sell it, and I just ended up canceling the ideas because I just doesn't go struggled there. to find the appeal. I was thinking maybe making like a little brochure for one of the cities to yeah. tack onto it, but that just seemed a little off. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's nice to make something that's so specific, but yeah, like you said, it's gonna be tough to get it anywhere out of here. But you know what? That's what makes it special. I'm I'm happy to have it here. Totally. And yeah. So then you think the next project might be a bit more broad? I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of rolling it around in my head. I'm, I'm <clears> taking a half year trip to Europe, and I think I'm going to do something based on that. I might make it on the road, but the, the ideas are still coming together for that. So that's cool. Keep, a, keep an eye out for that in the next year. So is there like any um, character um, that is representative of you, or is that something that like 
do you ever draw yourself into your comics, like uh, no, directly, non directly? Not really. Um, it's pretty rare that I would do that. I mean, sometimes I'll I'll just like throw some of the ways that I feel onto certain panels or certain characters, but there's there's no specific character that represents me in anything that I do. Mm-hmm. And I I mean that's for the best. If you look at some of my comics, it's usually a lot of people like swearing and throwing up. So I don't want to do that. <laughs> not always that. I'm generally happier than the people that I draw, but mm, doesn't really come off that way maybe but you seem like a happy guy all right every time I see five out of ten yeah. five out of ten that's a good spot that's, to be we'll bump it up to a six today it's a nice day steady oh no it's uh, gross at five <laughs> so uh since this show's about social media we'll talk about social media a little bit um as we talked about it a bit because you did social media stuff for us yeah um so you know one of the things um inviting people onto the show uh, I had a lot of people say, well, I'm not good enough at social media to be on this show. And, uh, you know, anyone who knows anything about T-squared knows that, I mean, we're certainly inclusive of all skill levels. And I think if you're trying, you're probably a hundred times better than people who aren't trying because it's really just getting in there and getting sort of like the flow of things. So, um, like, I really appreciate your social media um, for a couple simplistic reasons. It's super obvious what you do. Um, it's super obvious how to connect with you, um, what you're about, um, what's going on. So, what do you what do you feel like are some of your challenges with social media? Um, I think scheduling. I, I tend to drop off for weeks or a month at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's usually pretty in line with the content that I'm making. Like, if I'm working on the book, but I'm not ready to show any of the pages, then right. I'm just kind of on blackout, because all of, my, all of my work and creative energy is going into these pages that I'm not ready to show right. yet. Right. Though, if I'm making just my, my daily one-off comics that are just to throw out there, then I can have much more consistency. So I think that's the biggest thing, is like, when I'm, when I'm focused on a particular project, it's just kind of a blackout. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I try and try and throw little teases in there, but honestly, it feels like an afterthought, and it's kind of a, a habit that I'd like to break out of. But it's tough. Mm-hmm. I was finding with people, um, they get the sense that they need to, if they've created something, they need to post it right away. And a lot of times, for people like with scheduling, and we'll be talking about this ironically um, at social hour at the end of the month. Um, a lot of times with scheduling, it's about um, you know. You're, you're telling a story to people, right? So it's the same as like, you know, you think of like uh, any of your favorite TV shows, right? They're gonna film it in a group and it's gonna be the story and then the story is gonna get released kind of every week. Well, now it's on Netflix, so we just binge watch it. <laughs> yeah. But in theory, in the old days, you'd get, you know, a sort of a, a piece every week. And so all that's been sort of pre-planned, you know, but you're taking sort of your viewers on a bit of a journey. So I think a lot of times, um, you know, there's certain pieces that are have to happen live, you know, where you're announcing that you're at, at a vendor booth or you're whatever, you're here till five or whatever, yeah. those things, like it just happens when it happens. But I think a lot of the big picture stuff um, and that sort of like consistency can really like, you know, be planned um, in advance. So whether you have five or six pieces of art or whatever, rather than kind of throwing them all out in a week, that could be staggered over like six weeks or however many weeks or whatever. Um, and there's a lot of really cool scheduling tools that you can use for that. Or you can just make like an old school calendar and just post it or sort of like set up a certain couple days where you know you're going to like throw things together and have a bit of a repository. And there's so many ways to schedule. I think people feel like scheduling is like sort of like the death of social media. They're like, if it's scheduled, it's not fresh, it's not cool. Like, But really, like, how many things as business people do we not have some element of planning to? Yeah. Like, I mean... Really. 
I, I guess with that, there's kind of like a two different approaches to take to it. Like you can have the, the spontaneous side and I suppose that's like, let's take Instagram for example, I guess it's on everything now, but you can do those little like flash up stories that go. Yeah. So I, I suppose that fills in the gap for like the spontaneous side and then you can keep your regular post to more of like a dedicated, okay, I've planned that like a week or a month and here we go. Totally. But I mean, I guess touching back on something else you said was like, how back in the day things were like scheduled like a TV show that came out every week and now it's just like a Netflix binge that you can do. Uh, I think with that, as far as how that translates to social media is just how fast things change with it. Right. And I think that makes it to where it's like kind of a scary world. Like every couple of months there's something new, something different. And it right. feels a little intimidating to keep up with, at least for me. And I'm thinking that's probably the same for people at least like in the back of their brain, maybe they don't realize mm -hmm. it. but things move so fast, it's like, oh, Snapchat's not cool anymore, now you do Instagram stories. It's like, oh, Facebook's not cool anymore, but Twitter is, oh, Twitter's not cool anymore, so, eh, keeps, hard to keep up with, and it yeah. rattles my brain. Maybe it's just me, though. Is it just me? Uh, you ever hear people saying that, like, they get intimidated by social media, and then they just delete it all off their pretty, phone, and they get scared yeah, of it? Because that's much, what I do. Pretty much everybody, I would say. Yeah. Okay, I think, good. And I think, I think the, like, the advice that I give people is, like, social media is not, like, uh, it's not, like, an on or an off. There's a lot of gray area and there's a lot of, you know, you can take like, you know, if you're going on a trip and you and you don't want to post, you can say to people like on your page, like, I'll be gone for six months and like you might not see a post from me because the put the answering break. machine on. Exactly. Rewind the tape. Like I think a lot of times people see social media like like I said, like it's either on or it's off. And I think there's a lot of gray area and I think there's like ways that you find your way where you're comfortable with it. And I think there's definitely ways that social media likes you to do things, like whether that's yeah, it's, it's pushy. It's like paper or whatever. Yeah, but, posted in a while. Your friends really miss you. But but I think guilt trips I, you. I think I think you have to find what's right for you, and that always comes down to the resources. But that means I have to consciously fight the the program. Mm. The little robot who's like, hey, bud, spend not a week. Really, you know, like I have like I have. Uh, she doesn't teach yoga anymore, but one of my friends used to teach yoga, and she consistently posted every, uh, like, the day before her yoga class every week, and every week I got this reminder, and every week, like, either wanted to or did go to her yoga class, mm -hmm. and, like, it was a really simplistic plan, mm -hmm. but it's all she needed, it's all she needed to function to do her stuff, she was super consistent with it, I always got the reminder, she always had, like, a little, like, inspirational quote that made me like want to connect with her and go to yoga like I think it's like finding what you have the time and resources for and then just making that work for you because ultimately like social media is gonna be what it's gonna be and then you just kind of have to find your place within it just sounds like I mean? she did a really good job <laughs> yeah <laughs> sounds she, like did. she had it all worked out before she yeah. had the problem and that's why the the robot message wasn't bothering her it's like yeah, yeah you're doing fine well, just, and like, a lot of times too like because you're talking about sometimes facebook will say like sure you yeah in a while it's or the worst offender and some of those things like you know you have to respect that facebook is also a business right yeah. so i mean they want you to do certain things because it benefits them financially yeah. Um, especially if you're purchasing ads and whatnot. Um, but I mean, realistically, like you have to kind of do what's right for you. And I think it's just always comes down to the resources you have financially and time-wise, which are usually yep. one and the same. Yeah. Um, and then making those work for you, so. Yeah, you're totally right. Like um, you do have to kind of be a bit conscious about it and like not let everything feel like it's just swirling around you and that you're, you're backlogged on anything. Uh, and I think it's a lot of a subconscious thing, honestly. Like, I mean, obviously, you get the messages right from your face, 
but in the back of your head, it's like, oh, I've kind of been slacking. I'm not making enough of this or that. And then you kind of guilt trip yourself and it's a terrible cycle. And then when you finally pull yourself up, you go on Facebook and it's like, hey, bud, you want to post more? But I, I often think too, like, you know, because you talk about like how things change and this and that. Yeah. And I sort of feel like it's the same as like, it's the difference between like a, like a fashion trend or like style. This might just be me being an old man at heart though, like... But like a lot of people feel the same. Okay, good. There's like very there's very few people I think that want to spend like twenty hours of their day on social media. Yeah, and those people that do it's are hypnotic. Like they're like people like me usually. Yeah, and even sometimes I'm a little tired of social media because like there's a lot going on. But uh, yeah, I think my solution to it is mostly just getting most or all of the social media apps off of my phone and kind of yeah. just keeping them to my laptop. So then I'm forced right. to schedule my time. I keep that at my desk. And it's like, okay, now's the time that I'm going to check everything today totally. for these 20, 30, 40 minutes. Totally. And then I'm not just kind of compulsively, mm, I mean, I still do that, but it's it's lessened by the, the deletion of apps. So, yeah, and delete all the social media apps. Well, I think you have to, I always tell when people Except are trying to find one. balance, but when people are trying to find balance, I say you have two, two options. You can either find time for it or place for it. So you sure. either compartmentalize the time or you compartmentalize place. So like some some people won't allow devices in a bedroom. Yeah. Or you know like I when I go to the dog park I don't have my phone on like ever. This so, is this is all of us getting off the toilet. Right. Get so this is like this is me saying when I go to the dog park I know that's a space where I won't be connected. Yep. So then that's where I've created like space and like a place for this right um sometimes people just have time right like maybe it's like at dinner nobody is allowed to have phones at dinner or whatever right so i think you just have to sort of find what works for you and then find that balance but i mean yeah ideally i'd like to have the inverse of that where it's like i have time that's only for that and everything else is just off right no we don't but it's hard it's weird it's a weird world yeah Mm. there's a lot going on what would you rank the social media sites apps Let's let's do like a top three, bottom top three, three bottom yeah. three. Yeah, on rank for you. I'm gonna quantify for you. Things. For you, for me, for like what I do. Yeah, yeah. Or let's just do it. in general, I'll, I'll rank them. Um, you want me to rank like what sites I think are the best for yeah. you? Sure. Okay. Cause, I mean, because I think there's different sites that are better for different people, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, for you, I would say Instagram yeah. top for sure. Yeah, it's I mean, so visual. everything I do is just pictures. It's it's the perfect thing. That's number right. one. You got it. Um, Correct. Facebook would be number two only because of the, uh, the algorithm, man. Yeah, but the events on there is really important for yeah. you. So, like, because there's so many things you can do um, where you can tag events that you're going to or events sure. you're hosting. I don't do that. I get I get intimidated things. by the the Facebook algorithm because it's it sees my thing as a business site and it's like, oh, you're not giving us money, so down to the bottom you go. Uh, that's not entirely true. Although Facebook, <laughs> it's a little true. Yeah, it's a bit of a wrestle right now. Um, I could I could see you having s- maybe some stuff on LinkedIn, maybe Snapchat. No, dude. Not on LinkedIn. What are you talking about? Maybe. No. You're not even on LinkedIn? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's an interesting tool, and I've found I've connected with people differently on LinkedIn than I do in other places. I always assumed it's like Tinder for lame people. Mm. It's like, I have a seat in the time. I actually have been asked out more <laughs> on LinkedIn than I have on any dating app. Yeah, so, all right. so partially, I mean, it's a bit of Tinder. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting though, like if you, yeah, it, it, there's different connections that you make on there, but it is, 
it's like it's meant to be just for business arrangements, right? Like here's here's my resume. But I mean, you're a business. <laughs> you make money. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know like, what I would do on it though. Like, like I, I feel like I would have to have a picture of me in a suit and a tie, and like a list of like my hobbies, a cartoon of you, and in a, a resume. Suit and tie. Mm. You look like a cartoon of you in a suit and a tie. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah. It's a scary world. I can only I can only handle like three. I think Twitter's the worst. I'm gonna just like jump your list. Yeah. Can Twitter, we call can we call Twitter the worst? Snapchat's alright. In Saskatchewan, for sure. Twitter's just a cesspool of like just no context feelings. I can't stand it. It's it moves pretty quickly. It's oh. like a it's like a group conversation, oh. basically. <laughs> so it's like being in a room of like a hundred people that want their opinion to be heard and everyone's just yelling. Yeah. And if you don't yell louder, then no one sees your stuff. Yeah. And that's cool. Like I lived in Montreal, so I had to yell a lot in groups of people to be heard. Oh, hey, Twitter fans, I love you. Um, but it's different. I think Twitter, if you were doing more stuff nationally, you'd find more um, excitement on Twitter. In oh, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's too exciting. It's crazy. It's a madhouse. I click onto it. And then so I what just, about Snapchat? Are you doing Snapchat? Snapchat's fine. I have some friends who only will talk to me through Snapchat. Like, I mean, I move around a lot, so I've got a lot of friends who are here, there, and everywhere. And, but... and so is that like for personal or more for business? Just personal. Interesting. What would you do with a business Snapchat? Fill me in. Because like, like I said, it's like an ocean of different Honestly, skill levels. There's like the dolphins who are good at social yeah. media. They're like, look at me. I'm like a I catfish. That's a, whole other, that's a whole other episode. Oh God. <laughs> business for next Snapchat. Time. That'll be the next social what hour. do with that? That's not. crazy. Um, it's usually just like a blurry picture of your face. What about like, Pinterest? Hey. Do you do any Pinterest? I've never been on Pinterest. So Pinterest is Pinterest in my now. mind is like... A 47-year-old lady in HR no. telling me to check out a Pinterest and I won't no. do it. Pinterest is like <laughs> the craziest thing ever. Why? The, the people, you wouldn't even know the people that were on there and then the people that you find out that are on there connecting. You're talking about and collaborating, like... Is everything on LinkedIn and Pinterest now? No. Okay. No. But Pinterest is a weird one and when I do um, use it for different things, it's like a, a hugely effective, awesome tool. What? Yeah. I use it more for like collab boards and stuff like that. I think in my head, <coughs> does it kind of look like Tumblr where it's just like a mess of pictures? Yeah, but you can Ooh. like collab on boards. So like, say for example, if we're doing maybe a photo shoot that has like a specific aesthetic, I make it a client and me might work back and forth on like, this is the type of looks we want or the type of feel we want or the type of uh, like the tone of the photography or whatever. So then we can really like get a visual together and then share that with all the other creative people on the team. So that's really helpful. It sounds like something that's really good for certain people. It is totally. And I'm not one of those. Well, I could see if you're doing like collab more collaborative projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you might have people submitting like either like uh, layouts or you know thoughts. So I'm I'm the problem there because I always shy away from those because I, I yeah. get I get just so a fair amount of that. offers that I'm usually just for like, us and for us. Yeah. Really, let's do it. Yeah, that's pretty good. He cornered me with a knife. Said, "Gotta do this." Not did. I asked you really nicely. Um, nice words. So we're so we're closest to the end. Oh, really? Um, at the end of the show, I always um, like to throw it back to the guest and ask if you've got a question. But I guess you kind of already asked me a question. Yeah, some questions. So do you have like another question? Um, if you don't, what kind of coffee is that? Uh, so I'm drinking a boomerang coffee from uh, Karma Cafe from across the street. So if you're a fan of buttered coffee, um, buttered it's coffee. pretty awesome. What? Yeah. So it's like. Um, 
like ghee with like okay. honey and spices. Yum. So like they basically like don't. Uh, it's not flavored with like cream and sugar. It's basically like like kind of like steamed buttered pie. Try to It's super good. Yeah, and it's out of this. apparently really healthy for you. Okay. Yeah, it's like a superfood. So then you have a super day. It's because of the honey. Uh, I, well, I think there's like the butter and stuff too, like there's all the fats and the acids and all that. I eat a lot of butter. I'm not, I'm not an expert on that, but <laughs> it's delicious and I feel good when I'm done. Hey, I just want to go try it. Um, Did I waste my question? No, do you, if you if you have one, I'm good to go. I don't have another one. I just was like, was that was that dumb? No, that's good. They'll judge. These coffees are amazing. We'll have to talk about Vivek to get them to sponsor sure. the show. Yeah, and everyone can have a buttered coffee. What are they Vivek? Uh, Vivek across the street. What's well, the guy that owns Karma Cafe? Yeah, it's a person's name. It's a person's name. <laughs> I was thinking Vivid V I V I D. Nope. Vivid Coffee. No, Boomerang Coffee, Boomerang. Karma Cafe, go see Vivek and Roshni. Okay, well, on that note, uh, I think we're going to close her up for today because we're... We're rambling. Yeah, we went a little longer than we sometimes do, but we have, like, a few people watching, so that's hey, rad. Hey, hey. Um, next week we're back uh, with Jess Tetsu, so that's going to be super amazing and, like, slightly intimidating because she's... Uh, kind of like super amazing, awesome, crazy rad, national, uh, award-winning, everything. Not like me, I'm just um, okay. I was also intimidated by Mark, but for other reasons, because he's like an amazing creative artist. So, you know, you get shy about different things, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, next week we'll ride with Jess, uh, and then season four has like a crazy amazing lineup. Um, we're trying to really just talk broadly about social media as opposed to just social media for business and really learning about um, different people, whether they're doing it more for personal branding, Ooh, for art. business, um, or for different things. Because um, all these things I think are really valuable to anyone who's running social media for business to understand all these concepts and tools and techniques that all these people are using to make their social media amazing and great. Um, so thank you so much, Mark. Hey, thank for you. Thanks for putting up with all of my... Um, yeah, that was like rapid fire. That was amazing. Sass talk. And yeah, no, that was actually perfect. Ranking and, uh, social media sites from which one's the worst to the absolute worst. And then so what was, our, what was the top? Instagram? It was Instagram. Instagram think, is think, so good lately. I think we put Facebook as number two. I don't like that. It has to be, though. Can we put Snapchat as number two? No. Why not? No, you can't. Uh -huh. What about no Friendster, MySpace? Yeah, we're gonna do MySpace will be a reluctant third. Chat roulette, chat roulette. <laughs> Number one, Tinder. Tinder. Actually, somebody listed Tinder as one of their social media platforms. I tried to use Tinder to hitchhike, <laughs> <laughs> just find people by proximity. Work. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> we're out for today. Thanks, Mark. Uh, thank yeah, you guys thank for you. watching, and we'll be back next week, uh, Tuesday at noon with Jess Tattoo. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.